I didn't realize just how much Harmony of Dissonance borrowed from Symphony of the Oh Lips. yeah, you're deep into those GBA titles too. Yeah, they are really good. Yeah, I've, I feel like I'm like the only person on earth that has a Symphony. Jimmy probably hasn't played Symphony. No, he hasn't. Shout out to Jimmy, by the way. <laughs> it, it, I think I mentioned this on your show actually, but I think it's funny how like Symphony of the Night gets a lot of credit for kind of... I guess, perfecting the Metroid formula. And I just think it's it's funny how Castlevania gets tagged onto the end of Metroidvanias, despite the fact they literally jacked <laughs> the gameplay style of Metroid. I think it's better as Metroidvania, because otherwise it'd just be like Castle Troid. Castle Troid. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I've compared this a lot to it's like a combination of Mario and Zelda, right? Yeah. And the core gameplay loop is that Samus, she's a character. Well, as much of a character as you can call her in this game. She's a character, you know, like Mario and Zelda, but she's not just like a she's not just like a regular avatar that you're that you're playing through. She's actually a tool to be used because as you it sounds so wrong <laughs> now that I say it out loud but because as you ex, as you ex, oh man oh uh, see I'm this is going to be hunting you down now but she's going to be glad that she sat this one out um as you explore you grow in power by finding gear oh yeah and space gear the, the more <laughs> The more stuff that you find, the more capable you are of exploring and surviving Zebes. It's just a very simple gameplay loop. It's super satisfying. And it's why now there is such a huge boom in Metroidvanias in like the past fucking 10 years. Like you can't go through an eShop without tripping on a fucking Metroidvania game. Even though these games present them excuse me so even though these games basically have a set path one of the most attractive things about playing them is that you ostensibly can sequence break them and this is kind of something we talked about on that's right fusion which is something that you really can't sequence break it's very rigid in its game design yeah um, because again all those power-ups just uh, serve as basically MacGuffins for the story you are capable of sequence breaking this game very slightly. Nothing crazy like Super, what Super Metroid would end up being. So just curious, did you happen to sequence break this game at all? I don't even know what the official sequence was, but I just found items and I just used them. The only thing I got early was the Ice Beam, which not only helped with some very crowded rooms because i mean this another negative thing about this game is it is fucking slow i mean it just chugs so not only did the ice beam help with a lot of crowded rooms and just avoid getting hit but also really helped fix the fucking frame rate <laughs> and i think i got there's an e-tank in in craid's room the room that you fight craid in there's a hidden E-tank 
and I got that early as well. That's pretty much it. The, the basically, I, it's not like this was something I knew. Basically, the the walkthrough was like, "Hey, here's some stuff that you can get early." So I was like, "Let me let me get this stuff early because I want this game to be as easy as fucking possible." I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and, and I mean, did the game end up being easier? Not really. I'm shaking my head. People can't see that. No, it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this being the first Metroid game, there's not a lot of power-ups. So I'm just going to run through them real quick. So obviously, I talked about the Morph Ball, talked about the missiles and the Morph Ball bombs. Hey, those Morph Ball bombs are a godsend because you can't crouch. That's like the most important thing. All these enemies are one block high. And you can't even shoot them. I feel like it's a last ditch effort where it's like you instinctively press down so you can crouch and shoot. But then you get stuck with the you get stuck with the fucking morph ball and you're like, well, I guess I got to use the bombs now. Otherwise, I'm just going to take a hit. I think the worst part about this game is when you die and start over, you get no matter how many energy tanks you have, you start off with 30 HP. It sucks. Yeah, you. You could be sitting there with like six energy tanks or like 600 HP, die, then just get dropped all the way down to 30. Then you have to find a pipe that has all these little cave bat bug things. Yeah. And you have to sit there and just shoot and wait and shoot and wait and hope for those little energy dots to pop up. And they don't. Like, half the time they're completely random. And we're not talking about a lot of energy here. It's like either five or... 25 30 it's just not a lot no it's not again you were just it's you know i said that this game jacks a lot from rpgs and yeah you're definitely does because there's technically grinding in this game and it fucking sucks if you ever die in this game you have two choices one sit and grind or two get lucky and find an energy bomb to get your full health back sorry an energy tank yeah man yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, because that shit pissed me off to no end. Because you will die in this game. This game's not easy. <laughs> the knockback in this game... I talked about knockback in the Castlevania games. It's somehow more infuriating in Metroid. Because Metroid doesn't have pits. It has lava. Like you don't, yeah, it has lava. And it sucks, because you're just like, yeah, you can just jump out of the lava like this isn't mario lava like in super mario brothers you hit the lava and you die instantly in castlevania if you get knocked back and you fall into a pit you die instantly at metroid however there's no pits there's lava but you don't die instantly and so you're sitting there being like oh i still have a chance to survive that's great no samus can't fucking jump so you may as well just make the lava a one-hit KO and get the fuck on with it instead of the suffering you have to endure to try and get back onto stable grounds. It doesn't help because you have to platform on these one-by-one blocks. You have to jump around, survive. Then next thing you know, there's flying enemies coming after you. Her jump is so floaty, too. <laughs> there's so many times where I like felt like I had sweat coming down my forehead and I was like, all right, I've got to make this very precise jump only to completely like jump right the fuck <laughs> over the platform. <laughs> like, 
And then on top of that, yeah, like you said, there's a fucking enemy flying all over the place, getting in my way. There might be an enemy that I don't even know is there. And as I'm jumping to hit the platform, it runs into me and knocks me into the lava. I'd say the worst part is trying to grind your health back. Then you have to cross over the hallway. You get knocked into the lava and you just lose all the health. You just grind it up. Man, it all works in <laughs> conjunction to fuck you over. It really does. I think there was a reason why it was called Nintendo Hard. Oh, you mean it wasn't about all the boners all the Nintendo fanboys were getting? <laughs> Nintendo Hard has taken on a whole new meaning, my friend. <laughs> Back in the 80s, it was just because Nintendo games were notorious for being hard as fuck. I'm pretty sure Metroid Dread has made everybody Nintendo hard as of late. And not the uh, new meaning. It brings back the 80s. There were so many times I've died in Metroid Dread. You have no idea. And do you have to sit there and grind? No, thankfully not. I just have to try not to die next time. Then die like six seconds later. So there's like some like safe points. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad they Thank did that much. Thankfully, before each boss battle, there's like a save point, like right before the room. Okay. Like an auto save, if you will. Let's talk about some stuff that won't exactly make us mad. <laughs> or might. I don't know. Uh, so you, Samus gets three upgrades to her blaster. You get... Okay, so yeah. Never mind what I just said. So you get the long <laughs> beam, the ice beam, which I kind of talked about, and the wave beam. Hey, that long beam was a game changer. Your normal shooting blaster only took up half the screen. That's not a lot. Yeah, so my thing is, it's stupid. Just let her shoot across the screen. <laughs> like, why does that have to be an upgrade? No, you just gotta get a soft lock in there before you do anything else. That's such a useless waste of programming. You know who could shoot across the screen in 1980? Fuck, I'm gonna get the year wrong. I think it's the same year this game came out. Mega Man. <laughs> Mega Man could just shoot across the screen. <laughs> like I was thinking Mario's Fireball. Fuck that too. That came out in '85. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like as soon as I started shooting at the first enemies you see are these little like rock spiky creatures like crawling on the walls and stuff. And I started firing at it and I didn't hit it. And I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Why don't Samus's arm pellets shoot more than like three feet in front of her? Because the people in charge of her equipment wanted to make sure she was well-suited for the job. It's so... I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I loved being able to shoot like a normal person. <laughs> but it's such a waste of fucking space. I also thought the wave beam was useless. At I least talked it looks cool. I talked about getting the ice beam early. Yeah. And as I was following the walkthrough that i was using they're like well you have to get the wave beam because you need it for the ridley fight Bas essentially you need it for the ridley fight just because it's stronger than the ice beam which is you know when i when i think about the ridley fight we'll get to that a little bit a little bit later i didn't end up needing it at all so it was pretty much useless to me but i'm pretty sure you need the ice beam to beat the game like i don't because you needed to kill the at the metroids the metroids yeah like i don't think you can beat the game with the wave beam no but then you'd have to backtrack and find where you found the ice beam and just which is what i had that. to do which was a fucking nightmare so <laughs> i was like well i'm glad i got the wave beam for absolutely nothing because that ridley fight was easy as hell 
upgrades. <laughs> uh, she has three upgrades to her suit. She has the screw attack, which allows you to do like a spin jump that kills everything it touches, which great. Great. I'm glad that was that in is the chef's kiss. Best. Yes. Upgrade. I mean, at that point, you don't even really need the ice beam. But I was going to say that combined with the ice beam. Great stuff. Uh, there's the high jump boots, which is self-explanatory. And the various suit, which protects Samus from boiling alive in Norfair. Complete with bowling ball shoulder pads. Mm, not in this game. Oh, yeah. That was like, what, Super Metroid? Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, do I talk about it on my podcast? Because I feel like it's common knowledge that everybody knows this, but I guess I'll say it anyway. The various suit. The name is actually a mistranslation. It was originally called the Barrier Suit, for obvious reasons. A little bit on the little bit on the nose there, but they ended up leaving it as Varia because it just sounds cooler. I appreciate them for that. You know, it's just what Chase described. Like, it's the shoulder pads, cool helmet, all that stuff. It's pretty much Samus's iconic suit. It's what you're going to see her in any advertisement for a Metroid game. Even though you don't ever start out with it in a Metroid game, <laughs> you always have to find it. Do you start with it in uh, Dread? No, it's like the first suit you come across. There's always a reason why she doesn't have it. I finally have I finally got to my my notes here about Samus's inability to fucking crouch but we already talked about that. <laughs> what I also wanted to mention was the fact that I just came off of Contra and Super C where you can literally shoot in Diagonally. fucking seven different directions. Oh shit. Samus not only can she just not crouch and shoot, she can't shoot diagonally. <laughs> <laughs> she can't shoot diagonally down she can't shoot diagonally up she's just either left right or up that's all you get meanwhile the enemies are coming at you any way that you can <laughs> like dude it fucking sucks it's so infuriating contra was released like the same fucking year hey I she's a professional it. bounty hunter she has to line up the shots accurately by one or two degrees it's just <laughs> listen with that fucking little short blast cannon that she starts with i mean she's not sharp shooting anything man unless it's right in front of her face you know what if that was like real life okay you got a handgun it was cheap it was small and it only went about 20 feet before it just dropped straight down to the ground <laughs> yeah. dude guns would be a lot less scarier if you were just like if somebody held you up at gunpoint and you just walked three feet <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, shit. You know, he's serious about that long range. He has a sniper with the 40-inch barrel. <laughs> what were your experiences with Craig and Ridley? They were both pretty easy. It was just the mother brain was the dodging and surviving and just be like, 
there's a pattern here. I could feel it, but I just can't find it. So I just kept dying and dying. And she was like, you know what? Let's play Castlevania. <laughs> Better game. <laughs> yeah, Kraid. Kraid was easy enough for me since I had the ice beam. Ridley was the easiest. I already alluded to this earlier. Uh, so I entered Ridley's boss room, right? Walk up to Ridley, just stand right in front of him. That's all I had to do. And I just pumped him full of missiles because the fireballs that he shot, because he shoots like these these fireballs out that are kind of like in, a, in an arc. And they just went directly over me the entire fight. Yeah, for a space dragon, she Ridley doesn't exactly fly. <laughs> And the, the guy suggested it was like pretty cheap way to kill him was to just stand in the lava and then fire <laughs> using the wave beam. Did you know about that? No. Oh, yeah. The, the guide was just like, listen, you've ha- if you're following the guide, you have this many E-tanks. It's a lot easier just to stand directly underneath him in the lava and just shoot up, which is, like I said, made the wave beam completely useless to me because I didn't need it. Because I just, again, just walked right up to him. <laughs> So yeah, mother brain. So let's get mad again, right? Fuck this fight. I fucking hated everything about this encounter. This is like, so everything you and I have talked about, you know, not being able to crouch and shoot, the jump being too floaty, the knockback, the grinding for health, all that stuff is summed up. Oh, the slowdown. All that stuff can be summed up right here in this final boss battle with mother brain the lag here the frame rate it's so bad i don't i almost completely just stopped playing the game after maybe like three or four tries because i was just like i can't deal with this frame rate it's so bad it's unacceptable it's fucking unacceptable I don't think I've ever played anything that moves so slowly before on this show. Like maybe Mega Man has some spots, maybe. But even then, like it's nothing like this. It's a fucking nightmare. I just really need to hammer that home. Like it's so bad. Now on top of that, there's these walls separating you from Mother Brain. There's like four or five of them. And you have to shoot them out with missiles to progress to the next one until you get to, to Mother Brain. The problem is they regenerate. And so we talk about knockback, right? And we talk about all these enemies on screen. We talk about the lag. And so you're getting hit by these fucking laser donuts from ZBs. <laughs> laser donuts. They're flying all over the screen. They're what's contributing to the slowdown of the game. And so you're sitting there trying to knock knock these walls out and you're just getting hit by these laser donuts knocking you back the walls are regenerating and it's just this vicious cycle of horse shit and there were times so you get to like the final area the final wall and then you can kind of stand there you got to shoot the missile straight into mother brain there's lava in that area and there's obviously there's an opening where you can get knocked into the lava that's why it's there There are multiple times where I got knocked into the lava, but I got knocked into it because the knockback in this game is so atrocious. I know I'm repeating myself. I just need to hammer this home, just how 
absolutely terrible this is. And I get hit in such a way that Samus clips underneath the platform oh, shit. where the lava is, which is just an automatic death sentence. It's not bad enough that if you get knocked back into lava, you're probably not getting out. It's even worse when you just are clipping underneath the platform. <laughs> like, it's just, well, fuck it. And I had, like, the worst... At this point, I was using save states because fuck you, Metroid. If I die and I have to grind, like I have to, you have to leave Torian to go grind. You have to leave the entire area to go grind. I'm not fucking doing that. You play this on the Switch, right? Yeah. Now, be honest with me. Did you use that special Switch feature where you could rewind? No. I often forget that Switch even has that. I have. Because I use that ability like a motherfucker. Because every time I get knocked down and die, I'm like, all right, I'm going to hold this button. I'm going to zip back and be like Nicolas Cage in that movie next, or I'm just going <laughs> to dodge it. <laughs> I completely forgot that even has it. I was using save states. I mean, even though I had the save state, dude, I had like one health tank left and like, I don't know, 50 missiles or something like that. Like, it was grim. And I was like, I have to do this. There's no going back. Like if I don't beat the game here, I just I'm just not beating it. And I I managed to somehow beat Mother Brain with that stuff there. I think I'm pretty sure I beat the game with only like four hit points left. It should be worth noting that Mother Brain is not the size of a normal brain. Essentially, she is the size of a Volkswagen Beetle in a jar. (laughs) (laughs) You're shooting what is essentially missiles through a car window just to try to hit her yeah i just now now that you've said it i can't get the image of mother brain (laughs) being a volkswagen which you know thanks to uh shout out to chris from fucking retro hangover because now i can never look at fucking ridley the same way ever again like the, the the sprite for ridley already looks like really dumb compared to what ridley looks like now but chris made a comparison of Ridley to, I don't know if you know, if you're familiar with uh, Pro Jared or who he is, but the, the comparison is like undeniable now. Like I can never see Ridley the same fucking way. And I hate them both. I mean, I can't, I guess I can't say I hate Pro Jared that much. I think I've probably watched one of his videos like eight years ago or something like that. But I just, I can't see <laughs> this Ridley sprite anymore without fucking think of his thinking of his dumbass face. I'm looking at the Ridley picture right now from the NES and his face is a slimy looking face with a creepy smile. It's pro Jared. <laughs> I'll, I'll some like weird <laughs> face where like he sucks his chin in or something. That's something else I'll have to send you off air. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess we could talk about the graphics. I think it's okay. Again, we already kind of talked about how Everything looks exactly the same, and obviously the assets are reused over and over and over, like ad nauseum, and they're just recolored. Like a lot of them are just like Norfair is red, uh, Craig's lair is green. It's just the same thing. There's no real yeah. backgrounds. They're just, I think, like you described, they're just black backgrounds. Um, and that's again being fair here. It's just the limitations of the NES, right? Yeah, it's more of like a space saver. You try to cram as much stuff as you can, try to reuse as much as you can just to make it feel like a bigger open world. 
and to just really drive home just how isolated and alone you are. Black background. Yeah, it works. I mean, Contra got away with it. Mega Man, I think, gets away with it a lot. It's fine. Again, when it comes to the gameplay and exploration, it sucks. <laughs> but just looking at like a screenshot or whatever, it's like, yeah, all right. Samus looks fucking weird. <laughs> like her head like is like oblong sort of and she like walks like a chicken like her legs high step and like her arms literally like wave like a chicken <laughs> like it's fucking weird <laughs> i wouldn't say oblong for her head her helmets remind me of like a jelly bean well, that's what i mean yeah like a jelly bean like if you kind of like set it on its side like <laughs> you're coming in hot with these comparisons man i love it they <laughs> uh, just add that to the ZB's menu. Samus <laughs> jelly beans. <laughs> um, yeah, I just uh, feel like I'm flying through the graphics here. I, I just really can't knock this game for its graphics. Yeah, it's a little on the bland side, but it works with what it has, and what it has wasn't a bigger world because the graphics were pretty basic. So I know on. The Metroid Fusion episode, we kind of wax poetically about the music. What did you think about the music for this game? For an NES game, it works on being creepy. Like, it really gets you in the atmosphere pretty well. I guess I want to ask you, too. Did you play this in conjunction with Fusion, or did you play Fusion? Like, did you play this side by side, or did you play, like, one or the other first? I played Fusion first, then I worked on Metroid later. Did you have like an expectation for this game? No, because I already played this a couple years ago and my expectations were you're going to die okay. a lot. <laughs> this is the only thing going <laughs> into it. So as far as my show goes, I've talked about Hirokazu Tanaka before on um, Tetris and Dr. Mario. Really? Pretty sure it was Dr. Mario. I mean, for the most part, I think he does great stuff. I think I was a little disappointed in the with the Tetris soundtrack just because the the theme isn't in that game, which is really weird. But for the most part, you know, dude does good stuff and I don't really have any complaints so far. But I feel like Metroid is I was like a little disappointed by it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like um the Brinstar area, the the area that you start out in you spend a lot of time in Brinstar and I just feel like the song gets a little repetitive yeah and it doesn't like it does have like this very adventurous feel to it but at the same time it's like i don't feel like that's the atmosphere of the game does that make sense yeah it's like you said like this game feels like it's going to be like a dark isolated like atmosphere a metroid game and i think i was just kind of disappointed because you spend so much time in Brinstar and it's just like this super upbeat heroic space adventure like theme song basically but I think that works in the favor because as you dive deeper the music changes and it better suits the mood as you explore because Brinstar is technically like the most safest place you could be and I also love the item room the little simple I don't even know what you would call it I guess melody it's not even a melody that plays. It's just a series of bleeps and bloops, right? <laughs> like a short little tune. Yeah. I like that Super Metroid is known for 
kind of that same little thing too. I think it might carry on into, was that Infusion? I don't think it was. I'm not sure because I haven't played Super Metroid in a very long time. I know it's in Super Metroid for sure. That's a game that I play at least once a year. Oh, I've only played that once back in like 2019 when it came to the Switch. I feel like maybe this is a hot take. I feel like it's used a little bit better in this game than in Super Metroid. Because in Super Metroid, it's pretty obvious that you're walking into an item room. Mm. Like there's kind of like the metallic look of like a Chozo room or whatever. So it's like, oh, I'm about to get an item. They do use it to great effect, though, with that Chozo statue that does come alive. Because you think like, oh, this is kind of a safe area. And then they just kind of flip the script on you. Yeah. I think in this game, it's used a little bit better because you can just walk into an entire room. And there's enemies in it, but that music is playing. And it's kind of creepy. So I think it works. I think it actually works a little bit better in this game. Now that I think about it. It's kind of hard to limit your expectations when you dive back to older titles like Metroid. So you know what time it is, right? Is it game time? Oh, it's game time. (laughs) (laughs) This is a game, a little long in the tooth here, that I would like to call When There's No More Room in Hell, Villains Will Walk the Earth. Oh boy. Really sucks that you can't benefit from having another person here. (laughs) Yeah. The rules for this game, pretty simple. I'm going to give you the names of three video game villains and which franchise that they're from all you have to do is tell me which villain comes back more than once after being killed (laughs) now you have a chance to earn a bonus point if you can tell me how many more times that character appears in their franchise okay so currently at the top of the leaderboards we have chris from Chris versus Retro? Question marks on that one. I don't I don't know what his channel's called anymore. Keeps changing it. Chris is at 118. In second place, I have Dre at 100. And third place is my very own brother, Paul, at 85. Chase, you have a chance at 200 points here. Oh, shit. You can... <laughs> rise to the top like the macho man himself you could be the cream of the crop my friend oh yeah it's about to get real what was that macho man randy savage so fast you can't even talk about it lucky person yeah out there somewhere is gonna win a silver cloud what a lucky 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 person and chris if you go to the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship out with the Macho Man Randy Savage and escape with your life and still lose your belt. You are a lucky, lucky, lucky Chris. Yeah, that's what they're going to be calling you because comparatively speaking to the Macho Man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Nothing but garbage, Chris. And I'm talking inevitable and I'm talking you can't hold that belt with me climbing through the ropes. Gene Okerling right here is a crying towel. And I want you to give that to Chris. 
Yeah, because things are just popping right now. Things are starting to cultivate. Things are starting to grow. I, I, things are getting real colorful. Look at that roll. Just like the silver cloud Rolls Royce. I, I'm very Top curious. Top of the line. I'm calling it now. I'm getting ninth place. Dude, I have only, there's only five people. <laughs> 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 Holy shit, you're going to be that bad? <laughs> Please beat Chris. Somebody out there. Uh, I only have so many more guests coming on this year. I don't want to send anything to Austria. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Question, well, not really question one. I guess I'll say question one. I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> Your villains are Sovereign from Mass Effect, Krakow from Kirby, or Tom Nook from Animal Crossing. <laughs> Does Tom Nook really die, though? That's something you got to ask yourself. Some of these are going to be very tricky. I'm, I'm kind of going to be a son of a bitch on this one. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with the Kirby guy. Krakow. Yes, that is correct. You are on the board officially. <laughs> now, bonus point. How many times has Krakow come back? I'd say about, like, what, 15 Kirby games? I'm going to go with, like, what, three or four? Three? 28. Kirby games? Yes. He has come back in 28 Kirby games. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> and I will let you know that is the highest amount, though not the only one in the 20s. <laughs> uh, next. Your batch of villains are Dark Link from The Legend of Zelda. Scorch from Spiral the Dragon and Keith David from Saints Row. <laughs> uh, listen, I barely paid attention to the second name, but I'm going to go with Dark Link. That is correct. Yes. Now, how many times has Dark Link, for a bonus point, returned in the Zelda franchise? I'm going to go with like four times, unless you count his appearance in Twilight Princess. Six. Well then, I am way off. Um, I don't... I should have written down, like... First of all, I wasn't going to write down all the Kirby games, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I don't remember all the ones that Dark Link appears in. Because I'm thinking about, like, Link to the Past... Is it Spirit Tracks or Phantom Hourglass that he comes back in? I don't remember. Oh. It's one of those. I've never played those. So that's probably why. Next, Batch of Villains, Wart from Super Mario Brothers, Psycho Mantis from Metal Gear Solid, and GLaDOS from Portal. Can you kill a machine if it's not even alive? A lot of people ended up with dead Xbox 360s back <laughs> in the day. All right, so I'm going to go with Mort from Super Mario Brothers. Incorrect. That's fair. GLaDOS. <laughs> Follow-up point. How many games has GLaDOS appeared in? Two. Correct. All right, so you still get a point. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's not like a third portal game. <laughs> from here on out, I feel like these get a harder from here. But I don't know. I don't know how much you know about video games. All right, next batch. Really Naughty from Donkey Kong Country, Sable from Far Cry, Xehanort 
from Kingdom Hearts. So here's my thought process. It's one, who, two, who, and three, who. So I'm going to go up to third, who, the person from Kingdom Hearts. That is correct. <laughs> now, out of the 72 Kingdom Hearts games, how many times has Xehanort come back? Are you serious? I'm being obnoxious. No, I think there's, I think there's 25 Kingdom Hearts games, I think. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and say like 22. Final answer? That's the only answer I have. Cool. That's incorrect. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's six. Okay. Next back, the next back, next batch of villains have Sigma from Mega Man X, Sigma from Dragon Quest, <laughs> Sigma from Overwatch. <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> I see exactly what you did there. But all I can keep thinking about right now is how many times you could die in Overwatch and keep coming back in the same game. So I'm going to go with Sigma from Mega Man X. You're right. How many games has Sigma returned in? Four. Thirteen. <laughs> I have severely underestimated how many Mega Man X games there are. There's like all the spinoffs and shit too. Okay. Next batch. There's only a couple more here. Albert Wesker from Resident <laughs> Evil. Hilda from Fire Emblem. Or The Infection from Little Big Planet. I'm going to go with Albert Wesker from Resident Evil. You are correct. How many games has our, what's his quote, complete saturation? Our, our friend with complete saturation? What's, what's, how many games has he come back in? Three? Five. Shit. I'm just yeah, thinking of like the main number of titles. That's why. This one. This is a tricky one. Sephiroth from Final Fantasy, Gygus from Mother, Soul of Cinder from Dark Souls. I'm going to go with Gygus from Earthbound Mother. You are correct. Cool. How many games? Like two total. You nailed it. <laughs> Chase, you are tied for fourth place with Ryan right now of Listoff with 70 points. Um, all right, let's go on. Last last three here. Dracula from Castlevania. <laughs> Chara from Undertale. Pain and Terror from Borderlands. I'm going to go with Dracula from Castlevania. Correct. How many games has Dracula <laughs> appeared in? <laughs> Shit, how many Castlevania games there are there? I'm going to go with uh, 29. 17. I was actually surprised because I was like, he's in all of them. <laughs> like, right? No, he's in 17 of them. Next batch, Tartarus from Halo, Dark Samus from Metroid Prime, or Revolver Ocelot, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with Revolver Ocelot from Metal Gear Solid. No, Chase. It was Dark Samus was the answer that we were looking for. 
But can you tell me how many games Dark Samus has appeared in? Two. Two. Yes, <laughs> you are correct. You got it. This is the last question. You can either tie for second or you can to you. <laughs> totally up to you here. <laughs> this is the hardest question, I think. Easily the trickiest one. Of course, I saved it for last. Are you ready, my friend? Yeah, let's do no this. No pressure. All the pressure. All right. Okay. Bihan slash Sub-Zero, Mortal Kombat. Sander Cohen. Cohen? Why did I say Cohen? <laughs> Sander Cohen from Bioshock or Giovanni <laughs> from Pokemon? Oh, man. There's so many tough choices here. I'm going to go with... Uh... Sub-Zero. You are correct. Yes. How many <laughs> games has Sub-Zero slash Bihan come back in? Are you telling me he doesn't die in all of them? <laughs> That's the point. He keeps dying but keeps coming back. <laughs> so I'm going to go with 11 just in case. Just remember this is including spinoffs. 26, 27. I'm going to go with 24. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude. 23. Oh, shit. <laughs> you were one off. Uh, can you just round that down? Right now. <laughs> it's second place. Solid second place. You are in a second place tie with 100 points, Chase. My good friend, Dre. Uh, I'm going to have to have a tiebreaker with you guys at some point. Cool. How do you feel? Do you feel you feel like you, you did better than you would have? or? I mean, all you need is like 10 more people to get me into my place. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretty good quiz. This has been, when there's no more room in hell, villains will walk the earth. Or wherever they came <laughs> from. All these, they're not from earth some of them 